Wargaming Recon is proudly sponsored by the Maine Historical Wargamers Association. They're the folks behind Huzzah! Historical Wargaming for New England. Huzzah takes place May 15th to the 17th, 2020 at the Doubletree in South Portland, Maine. Experience some of the best historical wargaming at Huzzah! Visit www.huzzahcon.com for more information. Wargaming Recon is proudly sponsored by Enfilade. Enfilade is a flagship historical wargaming convention for the Northwest Historical Miniature Gaming Society. Enfilade is held annually over Memorial Day weekend at the Red Lion Inn in Olympia, Washington. Enjoy the largest historical miniature gaming convention west of the Mississippi at Enfilade. Visit www.nhmgscitadel.com for more information. Welcome to War Gaming Recon. I'm your host, Jonathan J. Reinhardt. War Gaming Recon is the only member of the TSR Podcast Network to discuss historical and New England gaming. This is the final new episode of our 2020 podcast season. Yay! We've made it to the end. <laughs> you and us together, we've done it. Woohoo! Yeah, this has been a really just bonkers kind of year where anything and everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. Uh, there's been lots of sadness, lots of terribleness, everything from wildfires in Australia to pandemic to severe sickness and death of loved ones and friends, people losing their jobs being furloughed everyone's mental health going in to the <laughs> trash bin it has been the dumpster fire of years and i can say that with this jokingness in my voice and this weird smile on my face because i believe that 2021 will be better I have faith that it will be better. And this means that this year is ending. And maybe, just maybe, the sadness is ending. Or becoming more manageable. For us here at Working Recon, we've done all sorts of things. And I want to talk about some of them on this episode. And I also want to talk about a little bit about what we will be doing in 2021. But I want to begin by doing something, by talking about a topic, really, that we talked about to kind of kickstart our 2020 season, and which kind of had been an overarching theme or genre, one could say, I guess. I wouldn't call it a genre, but a theme for the show for the year. And that has been mental health. Not too long ago, I worked with the kind individuals at Dwarven Forge. We've done a collaboration where I would kind of tackle the topic of mental health. And I would do it in such a way as to show how buying and painting their terrain can help improve our mental health they offer uh well, let me back up if you're not familiar Dorm forge is a maker of incredible tabletop terrain intended for role-playing games but really you can use it for a variety of things and i think it's just as suitable on the wargaming table as it is on the role-playing game table they have some Kickstarters that they've done more recently that are really pushing into Wargaming uh, spheres and appealing to Wargamers. And one of the things that they do is they offer generally two versions of their terrain. They'll offer a version that's been hand-painted 
by the factory. So you get this just amazing hand-painted look where you just take the stuff out of the box and put it on the table. And then they also offer an unpainted one, which I say unpainted, but really it's almost primed in a sense. You don't have to prime it, but it comes out as whatever um, color the plastic is. They use a proprietary special plastic that they call Dwarvenite, which is nearly indestructible. They've literally driven automobiles over it and it has not broken. And I've gotten to know the founder, Stefan Picorni, and the creative director, uh, Nate Taylor, and I've gotten to get in touch with some of the individuals there, some of the sculptors, some of the painters, uh, Nina and Hamster and Mace, and oh, geez, there's just so, so many of them there, so many individuals, and they're all fantastic individuals, they've all have such a great skill set that they bring and they're not all mini painters or sculptors there's individuals who do video design and do marketing and all this kind of other stuff and they're just really amazing individuals and they were so supportive of this for this collaboration to take place we have a series of videos that you can find on our facebook page wargamingrecon.com slash facebook and also on our YouTube channel, if you head on over to wargamingrecon.com slash YouTube, you'll see that there is a whole playlist called Improve Mental Health with Painted Dwarven Forge. And those videos really walk you through what pieces we're using and they show how to paint them. They're not videos in which I talk at length about the merits of painting, and how it helps with your mental health. And that's kind of what I'm going to do here. Uh, is really what that is. Uh, the videos are like the first part of it. And then the uh, conclusion or epilogue. I guess you could say. Is this podcast episode. Way back at the beginning of this season. We had mental health professional. Dr. Alan Hunter on. And he talked about the ways in which tabletop gaming and this hobby of ours can improve your mental health. And one such way is to work with your hands. That's something that I've learned through my own mental health journey. And it really doesn't matter almost what you're doing with your hands. As long as you're doing something creative, uh, here in New England, we have um, this beautiful outdoor museum known as Plymouth Plantation, which seeks to kind of educate individuals and uh, visitors about colonial American life, about life was like for the indigenous peoples. And in one section of the living museum, because they have actual individuals there who are portraying real people who lived back then and they have actual members of indigenous tribes who teach visitors about the native way of life uh, they have this massive hut and in it um, at least the last time I had went my wife and I had went in it there was this woman who was giving a, a talk uh, about how there were two sides to the hut two walls that was basically divided in the middle there was the life-giving side which is where the women kept all their stuff whether it was to make clothing and textiles to cook to care for the children to care for themselves all that sort of stuff nurturing things and life taking stuff which is where the men kept all the implements of war and that sort of things where they would go and they'd hunt and, and so forth and from having a positive impact on your mental health, you don't want life-taking activities with your hands. You want life-giving ones. You want nurturing ones. Ones that will help you to really create. And so, a great thing to do, especially for those of us in this hobby of ours, is to paint. Paint your minis. Paint your terrain. Paint whatever you need to. It doesn't have to be great. It doesn't have to be good. You don't have to show it to anyone else at all. What matters is the action 
of doing it. The time you spend literally taking paint and putting it on brush and putting that brush onto an object and applying the paint to it and going through the motions. It does something to your brain to release endorphins, to release chemicals that allows you to feel better. You can build models, you can glue them together, you can create terrain, you can scratch build, you can do just about anything. You can be a carpenter, you could <laughs> repair something, work on your old car. But for us, I'm taking that aspect of it and I chose to apply it to using Dwarvenforge. A lot of individuals remark about how Dwarvenforge is so expensive and it is very much a luxury product. It's beautifully crafted, it's hand sculpted, and it is absolutely wonderful to have out for others to see. If you get the professionally painted, hand-painted stuff, it's ready to go. Worth every penny, in my opinion. But not everyone can afford it. And especially in this time of pandemic, when so many individuals have lost jobs, have been furloughed. Uh, my wife was furloughed. My wife took a pay cut. And many of you out there I know either have or know individuals who either lost your job, who were furloughed, who've taken pay cuts, who have situations where maybe your income isn't what it once was. And maybe, you know, you're still able to pay all your bills, you're able to do all this other stuff, and you still have disposable income. And perhaps you want to pick up on something like a Dwarven Forge terrain piece. And you have a hard time justifying the cost for you to go full painted. You can get the unpainted one and paint it. It is really easy and accessible to do. As many of you know, if you've listened to really just what any episode of the show, I will often say that I am not a talented painter. I am not good at it. I don't believe I'm good at it. I don't feel good at it. That doesn't matter, right? I decided I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to paint these. So I bought the stuff from Picorni line of paints and the Picorni brushes. You can use a variety of other paints. I actually go into that in one of the videos. And I use the Picorni paints because they match most closely to what the factory paint schemes are. And also they're the paints, generally speaking, that'll be used if you follow any of the official painting guides in any of the painting tutorial videos. So I really wanted to make it as easy and uniform with that. When I was dry brushing the train pieces, I felt joy. I felt joy at a time when I was in deep sorrow and deep grief. I felt joy at a time when I had numerous friends pass away. I was grieving the loss of my grandmother. When I had received terrible news about friends and coworkers for health issues. And I was just feeling really beaten down, very, very low. And I painted. It started with, okay, I said I would do this. And this is the whole purpose of, you know, what to do. It helps you feel better and it's a way to do it. And the whole spiel, I ran through it in my head. And I forced myself to do it. I thought, I have to do this, but I'm not excited about it. I just, I want to curl up and I want to be in a ball and I want to go through my grieving process. But I forced myself. And I'm not saying that you should force yourself, but I'm saying I force myself. And so actually beginning to do the painting where laying down the base colors on things, I was going through the motions. It didn't bring me intense joy. But when things started to pop with dry brushing, because with Dwarven Forge pieces, they really come alive with dry brushing. You apply some base coats for whatever you want, and then you apply the dry brush. And I tell you, that dry brush made it come alive. And when that happened, as I'm applying the dry brush, and it's 
so freeing the motion of dry brushing right for any of you who've ever painted you i think you know what i mean because you go through the effort of you have all the base colors and whatever shading and things that you've done on your models and your minis and then you get your base um your sorry your dry brush color and you get it on your dry brush whatever brush you're using and you wipe off most of it and so there's just a little left and then you hold your brush ever so lightly and you just kind of go lightly back and forth as barbara would say two hairs and some air that's all you need for just a little as stefan picorni would say you just you want to hold it ever so lightly so it doesn't fall out of your hand the brush doesn't fall out of your hand you just kind of go like a light breeze touching your model and i know that sounds all like fruity loopy but it's true and so just holding it that way and ever so lightly having the brush go across back and forth and seeing the effect and i thought oh this feels nice like the actual movement and as i'm talking now i'm doing the movement with my arms and feel free to laugh it's okay but it's putting a smile on my face thinking about that putting a smile on my face right now and going through those motions and applying the paint and seeing what it did and how it brought the pieces to life made me feel better about myself and I looked at them and I thought these aren't half bad and if I can do that imagine what anyone else can do imagine what you can do you are probably far more talented at painting than I am and that's okay so imagine if when you get some Dwarven Forge and when you dry brush them and you get that going back and forth and picking up all those nice details and how it'll just come alive and how it'll be so easy to do and how it'll look so great on the table. I did this for a bunch of pieces. I was working on, oh geez, some dungeon walls, I think it was, and dungeon floors and pieces like that. And I had done them and I shot a bunch of video content and then I was coming back to do some other stuff about a few weeks afterwards. And I looked at the table and for a moment I thought, why did I buy painted dungeon walls? I don't remember doing that. And the mere moments afterwards, it hit me, wait, no, I painted those. And then I got really proud. I felt like, oh my goodness. I had that reaction. I've never, never had that reaction about anything I painted. Never. And I had it with this. I had it with Dwarven Forge. I had it with these beautiful terrain pieces that I painted. I will say, some people love painting minis. Some people love painting hordes of minis. It brings them happiness and joy. Not so for me. I'll paint them sometimes. What really brings me happiness is painting terrain pieces. And this is terrain, so this is kind of in my wheelhouse, right? It's the sort of thing that makes me happy. And so I knew that I had a little bit of lead in there. And maybe terrain doesn't bring you joy. It's not what makes your eyes light up and get all extra big and go, eee! I guarantee you, though, that you can apply this method to painting anything else or to any other aspect of the hobby where you use your hands, that it will bring you joy. Maybe it'll bring you joy for a moment. Maybe it'll bring you joy for many moments. But it scientifically works. So if you're having a hard time, if you're feeling a little beaten down, if you're someone who suffers from anxiety, from depression, from a variety of mental health woes, you're not alone. It's okay. It's 100% okay to feel what you're feeling and to be going through that. Many, many others are doing it too. It's completely normal. There is help out there. If you really feel like you need it, please reach out for help. So whether you're in a slump or whether you need a little boost as you deal with something more serious. One of the tools in your toolkit can be this, can be painting minis, can be building minis, can be working all this, can be doing it with Dwarven Forge. I wanna just give a huge 
shout out and my immense gratitude to the, everyone over at Dwarven Forge. I want to let you know that you can go to DwarvenForge.com. They have all sorts of stuff there for sale. And what I actually worked on is something that you too can work on and pick up and build. So I happen to do it with, and I can tell you right now the exact name. I want to uh, make sure I give you the correct name for it as I find it. So it's called the Dungeon Variety Pack. And this costs $49 for the unpainted set. You get eight straight walls, six two by two floor pieces. You get two curved walls, two corner walls, two diagonal walls, two columns, three doors. You get this beautiful, just really, I love this piece. This beautiful kind of um, wall that has a little window in it. It's a straight wall. You get uh, a pedestal. You get some stair pieces. You get a treasure hoard of like gold and silver coins. Uh, you get some freestanding walls and some stairs. Just really a nice collection that you can use to complement what you have and to expand out. And then I also ended up winning actually in one of their live streams. And I won this as a painted one. But you could go ahead and buy it unpainted. It's what they call a dungeon dressing pack. Unpainted is $45 American. And this has a bunch of different types of doors. Ones with like a porticulus. It has a hidden door that twirls around in the wall. Ones that have like a wrought iron on them or are broken doors. Has beds and tables and benches and chairs and barrels and chests and more gold and just all sorts of really cool things like that to help breathe some life into your dungeon. Doesn't have to be a dungeon though. You can use it for other gaming stuff. And I've picked up other pieces along the way. I have more and more Dwarven Forge uh, terrain pieces and you can definitely go ahead and order stuff from them. Uh, just go to DwarvenForge.com. But I want to give a huge shout out of appreciation and thanks to Stefan Picorni who when I started this process I, I talked to him about some of my fears about how I don't feel like I'm a great painter and he helped to walk me through the process just cheer me on and encourage me to say that really anyone could do it and that sounds like well anyone can do it you're fine but it was like anyone can do it. you can do it and I'm telling you you can do it and he talked about the wonders of the paints and how the paints what they do with them, the brushes. We talked a lot about brushes, he and I. We just chatted online. And the natural hair brushes. And his, I tell you, it's a weird thing to be excited about. But his dry brush is probably the best dry brush I've ever used. Uh, you can buy their brushes uh, and their paints actually on their website as well. So if you go to their website and there's a drop down. The paint brushes are $10 for a three pack. You get a dry brush. You get... Um, like a, a detailed brush and like a regular brush. And then their paints are $8 American and they're tall bottles of paint. They're acrylic paints, artist grade paints that last and they just work. You don't have to water them down. You don't have to dilute them. They just work. They blend great out of the bottle. You can mix them really well. They're fantastic paints. Smooth, goes on really easy. The brushes keep their point really just wonderful stuff and a variety of colors from which to choose uh, i think you'll be really happy with this and i absolutely loved it i adored it and i loved working on it so much so that i picked up some unpainted pieces maybe to work on but don't tell anyone i'm still working on those just as a personal project uh and i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying painted uh so that's amazing I mentioned also that in this episode, we were going to talk about some of the other things that we've done this year and some stuff for next year, for 2021. During this year, we, we really tried to pivot 
because we had plans for doing our usual year. Uh, we began the year with a Kickstarter and kind of had that high of how well we did with Kickstarter and that we raised more money on it than we expected to and just being so grateful for that and working on that and delivering stuff for that and, and just making that happen. Um, we had just under 60 people back the Kickstarter and we raised over $2,000 uh, to fund a year of the show. And we plan to use that to go to conventions and to do all our usual stuff. And then the pandemic hit. And we weren't going to any conventions. We weren't going to go to game days or any of that kind of stuff. We went to TotalCon because that was before the pandemic and then pandemic. And we really quickly pivoted so that we could deliver content virtually. And you might think, well, the podcast is already virtual, right? So what do you have to do? Well, we picked up equipment that would allow us to be more nimble in our recording. We picked up uh, gear that would allow us to kind of be more mobile. I also happened, aside of this, my computer had died. So I got a brand new MacBook Pro uh, and that was amazing. And I've been using it and had some bad stuff uh, with it. Um, just in that I lost some backup stuff um, with audio files. So there are some episodes of the show from way, 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 way back that no one ever really wants to listen to, but uh, <laughs> that we can't get anymore. Uh, but we also got like better mics uh, to go in the field with. We got things like better tripods and lighting and that sort of stuff. And then we got access to some services so that we could do live streaming and did stuff by doing what I call the pandemic um, coffee break, where every day for roughly a month, so every weekday, I did a live stream for like a half an hour or an hour a day, just talking about what was going on and hanging out and sharing geek and gaming stuff with individuals. And that got some really good responses from those of you who were able to uh, hang out with us. And then that kind of had to die down as my work life got busier. Uh, we helped to co-sponsor and to co-organize a virtual gaming, one-day virtual gaming convention called Let's Roll. That was very popular. Uh, so we, we did all that kind of stuff, which was really great. And then as pandemic kind of set in and became the norm, we started doing other things where we tried to do some more video work. Um, within the last quarter of 2020, I started a new series with my daughters called Gaming with Kids, uh, where we've done different gaming things and had the kids participate in in particular, Dwarven Forge is the thing that they've really enjoyed doing. Uh, playing with it and building with it. Both of them, my eldest is going to be six in February. And my youngest is going to be two in end of this month. And it's something that they both have been able to do that's safe for them. They, they're they not going to hurt themselves with it or, or die or whatever. Uh, and so it's been really enjoyable to do all that. And as this year and the season continued tried to pepper it with mental health stuff uh, talking about mental health normalizing mental health uh, supporting others who are going through their own mental health journeys and unfortunately there were sections there were months uh, that kept on popping out here and there where I wasn't able to do episodes of the show I wasn't able to participate because I was going through my own grieving processes as dear friends, their spouses who were also dear friends passed away. And really for me, the big one was the loss of my grandmother. That was really hard. It still is actually. And um, thankfully, the rest of the team has stepped up as much as they can uh, to help make the show possible and keep the show coming out. And so some things that we had been doing, like having authors write articles for the website continued but in different veins and some individuals who were doing it had to step back or take time off from it because 
of pandemic, which completely understand, but we're trying to be responsive uh, to what was going on and just be really nimble to it. And so all the money that we got from the Kickstarter went to all this other kind of stuff so that we could just kind of refocus and do these things that we weren't set up to do, but we wanted to do it to have it as a service for all of you. Because as much as it hurt for us and for me, it was hurting for you too, in your own ways. And so instead of taking this year to talk about all the cool new games out there, what's happening, that kind of stuff, we were trying to be a beacon light to try to lift everyone up, try to nurture one another, and to be that light in the dark. To say, hey, you know, we understand. Times are awful. This is a dumpster fire. But we're going to try to do what we can to provide some relief. And early on in the pandemic, I thought, well, maybe I should just shut down the whole show for the year. Because it's terrible, right? What's going on? And people having a hard time. And who's going to want to listen to this? This is frivolous, right? It's a gaming podcast. And the more I thought about it and the more I would hear from some of you about how much you looked forward to things that we were doing, whether it was uh, the pandemic coffee break or whether it was something you liked in an episode, the more I really came to realize that not only was it important to keep doing the podcast, but it was our responsibility to do it because at a time when everything was so terrible... You needed something to make you feel good, to put a smile on your face, to give you joy, if only for a moment. And so that's something that we did. And as a result of this, in knowing that 2021, we hope will be better, and especially with a, a vaccine coming out and that more and more individuals will hopefully be taking it and that the pandemic will be more in check and be safer for individuals to gather and for us to game again and for there to not be lockdowns all the time for companies and, and stuff like that. Uh, we also want to be cautious about it. And so our plan for 2021 requires yet again a Kickstarter project. Now, normally in years past, we had received some funding from sponsors and those sponsors tended to be gaming conventions. <laughs> no gaming conventions in 2020. And in 2021, probably either no gaming conventions or they're going to be virtual. And either way means they're not going to be getting the money in. And so sponsoring a podcast, not really going to be a thing that they can tackle, most likely. And honestly, not even something I feel comfortable approaching any of them about. Uh, so what we've done is we've decided to try to do two things. One, we wanted to be hopeful about the ability to go to a convention. And really, for me, and this is up in the air and it can change a million times between now and when we actually have to decide. But for me, the one convention I'm entertaining the thought of possibly maybe perhaps going if it's okay in person will be huzzah in Maine in May of 2021 maybe so knowing that our appearances at in-person events will be diminished most likely for again I'm someone who is in a higher at risk category for catching COVID and for bad things happening if I do. So I'm being extra cautious about such a thing. That means we don't need as much money to do stuff. It also means that while there are costs for stuff like live streaming, for services for that, for materials that we use for that, for really mostly it's for services and access to stuff. Uh, we're mindful of the fact that many of you have heard, are heard in too. So what we've done is we've lowered our goal to do our half season 
we're looking to raise $500. The project will come out in January. I believe we're looking at January 20th, 2021. It'll launch and run for 30 days. Uh, we then have stretch goals. I will tell you the first stretch goal is for our full season of the show. And that'll be, if we meet that, we'll do a full season. Uh, we're planning to do some other stuff, such as focus on those who are underrepresented. I was actually just talking recently with someone in the industry who was lamenting about how some of these really big companies who don't need the help getting PR and getting attention are the ones who get the most attention. And I agree, 100% agree. And I've been thinking that for a while. So one of the things we want to do is really to kind of focus on the mom and pop shops, those smaller gaming businesses that maybe you don't hear much about, to give them a voice, to put them in the spotlight. They're underrepresented. We also want to tackle topics and individuals who are underrepresented. You don't hear a lot about, say, I don't know, Vietnamese war gaming. You don't hear much about, I don't know, gaming on the moon, <laughs> World War I games. Uh, I'm just pulling stuff out of a hat right now. But that kind of stuff. Uh, we're working with, and I can tell you this is a, def a definitive thing, we will have in 2021 uh, talented, incredibly talented, our cartographer, uh, Alyssa Faden on the show. She makes these beautiful maps for role-playing games. She's a war gamer. She was the uh, convention organizer for Enfilade. And she does Twitch streaming now for her map making. And just honestly, one of the nicest people ever. And we're having her on. So I'm really excited about that. She's someone who I've wanted to have on for a while. And it's going to be nice to have her on. We've never talked about cartography. And this is not a case of checking off boxes. But I'm sure if any of you have listened to the show at any period of time. I'm really very sad to say that women are underrepresented on the show. And that's not been a conscious choice. But we're working to fix it. We've also not talked with like sculptors, for example, sculptors for gaming. So there's some sculptors who I want to reach out with and have on the show to talk about what it's like to sculpt for uh, gaming products and to just kind of talk about all these things that don't get much airtime that are important and are interesting. And we want to do that in 2021. We also want to really see what we can do to spend more time at virtual conventions to use our experience helping to run let's roll to have a presence at virtual conventions virtual cons are going to be free or much more affordable so something that we can do and it won't cost as much so that's something i'm looking forward to we have a variety of backer levels that i think you're going to be really excited about including new stuff and some old favorites, things like, well, thank you on social media, uh, all the way to our first ever merch. That's right. We have some new merch where you'll be able to back at a merch level and you'll get more than your the money you put in and credit to spend on merch. So we have t-shirts, we have duffel bag, just different things that you can go and do. Uh, virtual gaming with us. We have three or four different types of virtual gaming. Uh, everything from playing this just really wacky and cool uh, role-playing game with Super Spies. Where <laughs> I love it. It's, it's just really funny. Um, Jamie, who helps us out on social media and writes uh, the show notes for us, he's over in Norway and he discovered this game and it's amazing where you are a super spy and what you do is it's collaborative storytelling. So you've gone out on a mission and then you and the other players, it's like you come back and you're in with like HR or whatever. Uh, and you have to talk about what happened in the meeting and uh, the mission. And so you make it up as you go. 
uh, and the points are awarded, and, and there's more to it, like the, the stuff you do beforehand, like what was a good thing that happened, what was a bad thing that happened, and then based on all that, uh, points get awarded at the end after you, you do your whole collaborative storytelling, it can be really outlandish and have a lot of fun and do just crazy wacky things, and then just off you go. Uh, so Jamie's going to GM that, that should be really fun. Dave Valentine, designer of Devil in the Wilderness, is going to run a Devil in the Wilderness game for backers. That'll be done virtually. So you can either be the hunted or the hunter. And that game of Colonial uh, America where you do witch hunting. It's a skirmish game with minis. It's going to be really, really cool. We have really... This is something I'm looking forward to a lot, actually. Uh, So Iron Game Master 2013 Northeast Regional Champion David Benavides, who works with Dark Phoenix Events. If you need a game run and you don't want to be the one running the game they you can hire them they will run the game they send a gm out to you it could be something for a corporate event it could be just something for you and some buddies but david is a buddy of mine and he's a very talented very skilled game master so he's going to run a DD uh fifth edition i believe it is uh game for backers uh it'll be set up and done virtually it's, just, it's going to be a lot of fun be really really cool uh, so that's some new stuff that we have there. And then we have some like the old goodies where you get credited in the podcast. So your name or your business name will appear in the credits just like they do uh, now that we have for backers. So this will be a new thing. Uh, we can interview you. And then we have a VIP level where you get uh, a variety of stuff where you get uh, executive producer credit. You get b- to be interviewed. You get credited in the podcast. You get access to the archives. You get thanked on s- social media and all that kind of stuff. And then we have some other really cool stretch goals that we're hoping to uh, reach. Uh, so I can tell you, for example, one of them will be a case of us hiring a social media expert who will help us to streamline the process and to automate things as much as possible so that we can still have that personal touch with you for all the platforms, but also do it in a way that it won't take up tons of our time. So um, I can really focus on content creation or heaven forbid someone else passes away. I'm grieving for whatever, or there's new pandemic or whatever dumpster fire happens we can respond to it and we're spread out more now than ever before so before we had like this nice pocket here because adrian was here near me and me and some of the others were spread around but now that adrian's moved and then the rest of us are all spread out and everything it's really helpful to kind of have this where we can all get our hands on it if need be uh we're looking at maybe if we reach uh, this other stretch goal of doing uh backer only virtual hangouts which would be really cool and then we have this other one that I'm not going to tell you what it is, but that could see the return of something really beloved um, for the show. So we think we can do it and we think we can have a lot of fun with it. Uh, we just need your help with it. Uh, and really $500, even though it's for a half season, $500, we think we can do it. Um, and it's not that much money. And with the different backer levels, we hope that you'll be able to pledge and do that. So just stay tuned for more information about that. You'll see it on our socials. We're on all the things as wargamingrecon.com. So you'll be able to see that and find out what's going on. And we hope that you'll like the new stuff that we're doing and what we have planned. Uh, so what we will be doing, though, is... This episode, as I said at the start of the show, is our final new one for 2020. Because of the timing of things, we won't actually be doing a best of episode in between, I don't believe. Uh, But we will be taking time off. So we'll be taking roughly the last half of December and the first half-ish or so of January off. uh, Where there won't be any new episodes then. We might even make that a little bit longer, depending on how stuff goes with the Kickstarter. And uh, then we'll start the season most likely after the Kickstarter ends. And uh, that's generally the plan. Uh, things might change, but of course, it'll be on our socials. And just one other thing I actually want to mention. I've started streaming on Twitch, twitch.tv. Uh, I'm playing video games on there. I generally stream 
uh, a few nights a week. Right now it's Mondays, Tuesdays, and Fridays. Uh, you can find me streaming on there, and I play a variety of different games, uh, stuff that you might enjoy seeing, where um, I'm playing Blood Bowl 2, I'm doing a campaign on there, uh, I'm doing Medieval 2, Total War, I've been playing this really cool uh, simulation game, Mega Aquarium, uh, Hitman, and Tropico 6, and just all these different types of computer games, and doing them on there, and I stream for like a 45 minutes or an hour, or a couple hours, it just it's a lot of fun. Uh, so one of the things actually that if you have a Twitch account, which are free, or if you're willing to make one, which is also free, is to go to twitch.tv slash wargamingrecon and follow us. Uh, it doesn't cost you anything to follow the channel there. Um, once we reach 50 followers, and there's a couple other criteria which we're working to um, meet, we will then be able to become part of their um, next level up that allows us to kind of monetize it uh, so that we can also offer you more cool stuff where you can do other things. You can cheer us on, you can subscribe, and then we can get things like custom emojis in there for the chat and that sort of stuff. So this is, uh, when I do this, it's a more freeform sort of thing. It's not as structured, um, unlike like when I've done uh, live streams for the podcast, for example, those are very structured. But on Twitch, it's very much freeform. It's more relaxed. A lot of it's driven by interaction with any of you who are watching. So that's like a cool thing that we're doing. So you can check that out as well. Well, that's about all that I have for you today. I am so very thankful to each and every one of you for being part of the community for listening to our episodes, for your support, for your kindness, and for just sticking with it. This year has been terrible. Truly one of the worst years in my living memory. And I know it's been hard for so many of us. Just thank you for being the wonderful individual that you are. And please stay in touch on our social media. We're on all the things as Wargaming Recon. You can find the show wherever podcasts are found as Wargaming Recon. Of course, now we're on Twitch, uh, you know, about YouTube and all those things. Uh, so you can stay up to date that way and whatever's going on. We will have the Kickstarter coming out in January, middle-ish of January. I think the 20th, but maybe a little before, a little after. I don't know. It'll launch and then there'll be 30 days for you to back that if you can and want to. Also, to back our levels. So we hope you'll look at that and consider it. And no matter what holiday you celebrate, if you celebrate any, this time of year, Winterville, uh, Festivus, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmaka, um, anything else you can imagine, winter solstice, whatever. I just hope you have a safe and happy time that you are well, that your family is healthy and safe, and know that we're here. Even though there won't be new episodes for a little bit, we're still here. We're still here to support you and to encourage you. We still have our online presences. They're safe spaces. You can reach out to us there. You can reach out to me personally at jonathan at wargamingrecon.com. And I just hope that 2021 is a kinder, nicer, happier year for all of us and for you. And I wish you the best for everything in life. So thank you so much. And here's to 2021. Thanks, everyone. You know the drill. No matter how busy you are, no matter what's going on in your life, no matter how much time you're saying, goodbye, dumpster fire 2020. Goodbye. Get out of here. You know that you have to. You gotta, you need to keep on gaming. Are you always on the go? Why not take Wargaming Recon with you? If you use an app like Pocket Casts, you can listen to your favorite episodes of Wargaming Recon on your mobile device. Wargaming Recon is a proud member of the TSR Podcast Network. Visit 
wargamingrecon.com slash T-S-R-P-N for more information and to learn about the other good shows on the network. This recording is released under a Creative Commons attribution non-commercial share-alike license. Many thanks to Andrew and Court for inspiring the show's name. Wargaming Recon is dedicated to the memory of longtime listener Andrew. I ask all listeners to join me in a moment of silence in memory of Andrew. Thank you to everyone who backed our 2020 podcast season on Kickstarter. In particular, I would like to thank Bob Yates, Cigar Box Battle, Enfilade Convention, Jason Elliott, leader of TSR Games, John Vogel, Lead Bears Tufts, Nate Taylor of Dwarven Forge, Rising Phoenix GameCon, and Stefan Pagorni, founder of Dwarven Forge. We couldn't have been successful without the help of all of you. Thank you so very much and hope you are enjoying this 2020 podcast season. Wargaming Recon is made possible by listeners like you. Become a Patreon backer to get behind the scenes content and new episodes before everyone else starting at $1 per month. Visit wargamingrecon.com slash Patreon to become a Patreon backer. Wargaming Recon is proudly sponsored by Enfilade. Enfilade is a flagship historical wargaming convention for the Northwest Historical Miniature Gaming Society. Enfilade is held annually over Memorial Day weekend at the Red Lion Inn in Olympia, Washington. Enjoy the largest historical miniature gaming convention west of the Mississippi at Enfilade. Visit www.nhmgscitadel.com for more information. Wargaming Recon is proudly sponsored by the Maine Historical Wargamers Association. They're the folks behind Huzzah! Historical Wargaming for New England. Huzzah takes place May 15th to the 17th, 2020 at the Doubletree in South Portland, Maine. Experience some of the best historical wargaming at Huzzah! Visit www.hazakon.com for more information.